You are listening to the Purpose of Money podcast, a podcast where we talk about ways to build wealth and create more freedom in your life today. I am your host, Aquania Escarnet. Hey guys, welcome. This is the Purpose of Money coming at you, your host, Aquania Escarnet. Today we have a super special guest. And when I say special, I mean it because Justin has never been on my podcast, never been on my YouTube channel, and no male has ever been on my platform. So this is a huge surprise. But I thought it was important to bring Justin's story to you because I have been impressed with his journey with Bitcoin. And I want to share some of that with you today. But before we get started, let me tell you a little bit about my man. All right, Justin has been buying Bitcoin since 2016, y'all, when it cost $626 a coin. Two years after coming from prison, Justin first discovered Bitcoin from a friend who introduced him to this powerful currency. When Bitcoin's value skyrocketed to $20,000 a coin, he realized for the first time that Bitcoin was a solid opportunity to build wealth. Justin used Bitcoin as a savings account, life insurance, and an investment tool to grow himself in his business. He has since learned the technical financial systems that make Bitcoin what it is and how to manage a budget and implement the process needed to become a successful entrepreneur and high achieving person. During the bear market years, Justin became a performance coach and he's been teaching people through his course, how to invest in Bitcoin. And today we are also going to talk about his latest project, his new book, From Bars to Bitcoin, available where all books are sold. Hey, Justin, welcome to the show. How you doing today? Hey, how you doing? I feel honored to be the uh, first male on your podcast. So special shout out. It's definitely an honor. This is definitely legit. Yeah. So just a backstory. Justin and I met through another online platform. We're both a part of uh, Melanin Money. Shout out to George and the creators of that, where Black influencers in the financial space are teaching other people in our community how to manage their money. But Justin gets to be the unique voice on Bitcoin. There are not a lot of people talking about it. Your tagline is you are the Bitcoin vegan. Mm -hmm. So very different perspective. And we'll talk about that too. Like why these two major lifestyle changes are becoming your brand. So I want to first talk about Justin before Bitcoin and before prison. What was money like when you were growing up? Tell me a little bit more about your money story. Growing up was like, it was like, I remember the first time I had $100. I think I had sold some candy and it was around my birthday. So I was just saving it. But it seemed like money would come and go. And then sometimes it seemed I was always in the, you have it, then you crash. But sometimes it just felt like money was kind of hard to come by. It was always a, a story of, Money is tight. We don't, it was just always a tight situation. It wasn't ever, it wasn't really a comfortable situation to where I could pay attention to it and be comfortable. Instead, I would just take my mind off, you know, whatever it is and not focus on it. And that ended up growing into a habit as you got older until you had to focus on money and you realize you don't know what what you're focusing on. So you have a journey of basically finding your own relationship with money and utilizing it as a tool to help you. And I want to talk a little bit about your book. Obviously, it's called From Bars to Bitcoin. So you have spent Mm -hmm. some time in prison. But when I was reading the book, one of the things I realized was that 
prison was a part of your journey in which you grew a lot, you read a lot, and you learned a lot. But do you regret going to prison? Can't say I do. Why is that? I would never go back, but because, like you said, it's part of the journey. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be me. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be the, the result or the product I am today. I don't know what I would be. I'm not saying I'd be even, even better off or even worse, but I just don't know. So I got to go with what I know. I would never go back, but I can't regret what happened either. I like that. That's a great uh, perspective. What is it that you would tell someone else who was born and raised in Charlotte? It seemed like in high school, that's when you started to have a change in your path because you lost a close friend of yours. You were a witness to his murder. How do you think that impacted you and the decisions you made afterwards? I didn't really, if it wasn't life-threatening, I didn't take it serious. So I'll take a risk on anything. It didn't, it would not, and nothing really mattered to me, to be honest. As long as I wasn't, and sometimes I saw life differently. Like, I just saw things differently like patterns, the way the world works. You just pay attention in different detail. And I just had a, I had talked to a mental health therapist about it. It was just like, what's it called? A triggering response. It was just like, oh, all right, you know, not too much would just take me down. Like I couldn't, I couldn't really apply a lot of emotion to certain things. So I would always look at things in a cold cut way at times, but not terrible, but it was just a change I noticed as I got older. No, I totally get what you're saying. A lot of stuff that happens to us, our knee-jerk reaction is to go to the extreme. And you lost somebody that was not only close to you, but important to you. And firsthand witnessing something tragic definitely probably shifted all the next decisions that you made. I want to know now, fast forwarding, you've had your opportunity to learn and to grow. You were a very avid reader before and even after prison. What inspired you to write your own book? One thing with when it came to Travis, like I met him at the school. And when I got there, like that was my first time meeting him. And he was just real genuine. And you, I didn't really notice the impacts he made on people until afterward. When I was thinking about writing my book, because I was challenged by a few people, like my friend Bitcoin Zay, my business coach, Jen Day. It was there when I just said, I just wanted to put the pieces together in my life that led up to how I got to where I was. And even with the book, wasn't harder. I didn't necessarily even write it. <laughs> I wrote it, but I didn't write it physically. But the book was, the part about, the one thing I wanted to do about the book was like combine everything I ever learned within that time period and help other people grow because I purposely wrote it during the pandemic, even though we're still in the pandemic. So the book is going to be a book that can get people through a pandemic, get through your next level, let you know like what the process is. Because a lot of people write the book after they're successful. You know, after they made money in their business or they sold their business or made a couple million, million in the stock, but they never write the book <clears throat> during the process, during the moments they doubted themselves during those moments that, that was still kind of, you hang, you could be hanging on by a wire when you're throwing this out there. You're just throwing this out there, really. But it's not like you're just throwing it out there, but you're giving it, I'm giving the book out there to people to, 
to build hope in themselves. Everything I did was put the pieces of, the, of this puzzle together as they came. There was no blueprint. It was just like a white canvas, and it's like, what are you going to do? And just to just explain that, you can still be a six-figure earner in your business at your job, but you're afraid of entrepreneurship, or you could be in your, in your business and trying to go to CEO level, but you're still afraid to get off a go because everything was easy up until now. It's always going to be that moment, even if you're a high achiever. It's always going to be that moment that when it comes, it's like, you're going to feel like you don't know nothing. That happens to everybody, no matter what level you are. So, and you're going to want another level of motivation. So that's why I wrote that book. I love it. And guys, check it out. I included a link in the show notes. From Bars to Bitcoin is a book that is a step through his Justin's life from being a child, high school, college, prison, and afterwards. And it definitely is inspiring the journey, determination, his path to entrepreneurship, all included in a page turning book. And I promise you, I genuinely mean this. I have not read that many books this year and I could not put this book down. But let's talk about Bitcoin. Like, why did you choose Bitcoin as your path to build wealth versus stock or real estate or any other mechanism out there that other people are using to build? Because nobody was using it that I knew. Everyone was using what you named. Everyone was on the same path. So, well, in my eyes, that means somewhere they're all getting the same results. I didn't want the same results. So I said, the more time and money or time and energy learning I put out of Bitcoin, when the time comes around where the average person right now is looking at stocks, this and this, by the time it comes to Bitcoin, you'll have a, you'll have a resource to know that you can actually trust. Like, wow, I watched this guy. Like, I, I saw all this when I was like 26, 27. But yeah, everyone I knew that had gone to school, even people in our networking circles, I was asking about Bitcoin. And man, nah, man, this, that, and third, blah, blah, blah. And I was studying what they call smarter money. And all the people with the real smart money, almost genius money was like, hey, this is what it is. Billionaires will always give you the clues of what you need to pay attention to with money. Like looking like this, in 1921, Henry Ford said that we need a new type of money that's backed off of energy, not gold. And that was in 1921 when a dollar was worth $3. But when Henry Ford was alive, the dollar was growing up, the dollar was worth $4 or more. So he already saw a fall in the money. Most people don't see a fall in the money. That's why it's all easy for them to go with the same thought. So that let me know. Let's pay more attention to this. And at first, I didn't really think I was doing well until I started seeing, until I started noticing with how people talked about returns. People like, oh, you know, I got this type of return. This, I'm like, wait a minute, what, off a year? We've already tripled in, in less than a year. Wow, wow. So that's when I was like, okay, wow, all right. This is going to be a win then. And then I had a different level of patience. I had already done three years somewhere I didn't want to be for real, so... I knew being in Bitcoin had better day-by-day positives than being in prison. That's deep. That's deep. I'm going to ask this question because Bitcoin is the most popular, the first coin in the game. Mm -hmm. But there are plenty of people who are also promoting alternative coins, Litecoin. What is your opinion about alternative coins? I don't really have one. I don't purchase alternative coins. As I said in my book, as a podcast, 
on my, I'm not trying to do it like that, but uh, my friend, the gentleman in crypto, I helped him build that back in the day. And I used to research all the altcoins. And so when I would research all the altcoins, like the top 100 altcoins, I noticed that there was really no substance there that meant long-term stability that was going to go long-term. And uh, I never had the eye to try to just flip quick bags in crypto. And it's not even the best thing to do. And then being in altcoins, altcoins aren't decentralized coins. There's still someone ahead of the coin. There's a possibility for like government, you know, intervention, like you saw with Ripple. There's a possibility that the um, that the owner can sell all the coins, like you saw with Litecoin. So there's not a lot of value, long-term value in those coins, in my opinion. People like to chase the price, but price doesn't actually determine the value. When it comes down to value, it wasn't worth me going back and forth with. And then in 2016, you know, I was solely, I didn't have that interest into investment. Let me play around here. Let me play around there. I had to choose what was going to win immediately and long-term. So in, in retrospect, and Bitcoin still had the better year-by-year -year, uh, returns. Bitcoin controlled the movement of all altcoins. You could not get, back in those days, you couldn't get altcoins without Bitcoin. So it would not make sense because you would sell your Bitcoin to get those coins. That's a lot of things. A lot of times people don't realize you had to sell Bitcoin to get those coins. And that means that company is sitting on Bitcoin, not Litecoin, not Xcoin. They're sitting on Bitcoin. So if they can pump their coin whenever, magically, and then get you to get them Bitcoin for it, and they can still make money off of this imaginary coin but sit on real money, it made no sense to buy anything with Bitcoin. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. So <laughs> I'm really I like to empower my listeners to learn how to get started. So if since mm -hmm. you're in the game, you're, you're not only a Bitcoin investor, but you are also a coach. You help individuals start their process and journey to investing in Bitcoin. And I want you to give me your top three tips for Bitcoin beginners. What are three things they need to know? Three things you need to know is, first of all, where to get good information. All right. Real good information. You can follow me. That'll be in the show notes. If you're on Clubhouse, I'm on Clubhouse. You can follow the Black Bitcoin Billionaires, Gentlemen of Crypto on YouTube. You need to find true, genuine information from some of the world's best people. And I do mean the world's best people because if they're not genuinely a Bitcoiner does lead you down the wrong path. So that's number one. Number two, you want to be able to understand that you're entering an entire new way of thinking in life. Like this just isn't about, like this is disruption. This is innovation. If you've ever dreamed of being somewhere that can get you to the next level, this is it. But that's a different mindset. You got to be open, being able to know you'll be wrong, open to learn and not just on your own because doing things on your own. I have a class. Matter of fact, I have a, it's in my birthday bundle, the eight dangerous things you can do to learn when you're learning on your own. You, Because this isn't free money. You got to understand what patience is and what wealth building is. And then you got to understand like you're in the, you're entering a space where you're like the one to 2% in the globe. So everybody's going to be against you because they don't know how to be for it. And you're going to start noticing the difference. Like a lot of times, Bitcoiners, Bitcoiners follow the investment strategies of billionaires. Most people don't. Because billionaires, you don't really see billionaires online, on TV all the time talking about sell, sell. It's like a millionaire game. 
So you got to know what game you're going to look to play. I don't really see a Gates or Warren Buffett talking about, but they sold off. So it's just, it's levels, it's different rules, and you just got to be open-minded to just being guided because we're all, it depends upon who you're guided by will show you how far you'll make it. Okay, I like that. Depends on who you're guided by to see how far you'll make it. So where do you get Bitcoin? Where can I buy it? Is there a particular space that you think people should use or is it anywhere where Bitcoin is sold? So the easiest place to buy right now, I would say Cash App. You can buy on your phone on Cash App. Very simple. And also you can Google crypto blockchain plug. That's some good a good woman, my good sister, Miss Naja Roberts. She actually owns that store. It's an over-the-counter store. You can call them. They'll walk you through the process of buying Bitcoin. And that's crypto, blockchain, plug, and cash app. Okay. If we could put that link to crypto, blockchain, plug, in the show notes, that'd be cool. You got it. I'm here to serve. Make sure people know what's up. <laughs> so tell me, Justin, right. you are a course creator, Bitcoin investor, and now a best-selling author. What is next for you? I don't know yet. More than likely book tours, um, like events like that, looking to build deals and sponsorships with other uh, companies out there. I also really have an aspiration to do it like a prison to teach Bitcoin programs and just combining in partnerships with uh, companies on that. And of course, build something that will be more value for like, the Bitcoin community moving forward not just dealing with financial services companies, but actual services that promote life. So it's nothing but innovation and disruption. That's all I like to attach myself to. And those plans usually take a few years, but we know within those times, once they hit, and it's just about setting up the right place, really. Just building out a better business because in the beginning, I was just doing things that's survival. And we talk in our sessions, we talk a lot about how to be able to thrive and stepping into thrive mode is kind of, it's not hard, but it, Sometimes your brain might be like, why we got to do that? And then you got to tell yourself, because we weren't winning <laughs> the way we were doing it. I'm like, yo, we got here off a of sure will, but now it's time to apply skill. So you, you got to stay open. You always got to stay open to learn from people who have not, who have done what you are attempting to do. Because if you keep going by yourself, you deserve the results you get. Facts. So I always ask this question. It's a signature question of mine. Because of the name of the podcast, it's called The Purpose of Money. What is your purpose for money? My purpose of what type of money? Nah, my purpose. (laughs) (laughs) So my purpose of money is to buy Bitcoin with to sustain a long-lasting generational wealth. I I look like I was at Washington, D.C., the National African-American Museum, and I saw the cast iron skillet they had. On, on display. And I'm pretty sure cast iron skillets in every Black family. And we've passed down more cast iron skillets than we have generational wealth. And that's a problem, dude. To take that same analogy, use Bitcoin with it, and just be smarter with the purpose of money is to create, like my man Ken Honda said, create happy money. Like I have friends, they have a lot of money, but oh, I got back pain, I got this. Yo, man, you have a lot of money. Go use some of that. Like, stop sitting on the money. You can't sit on the money. You got to invest it. You got to invest in you. You got to invest it in uh, your health. You got to invest it in things like that. Because money sitting around gets eaten up by inflation. So the purpose of money is to buy investments to outpace inflation. Yes. And that is actually a unique answer. No one has actually 
pinpointed it like that, but I've been saying that for years. Money sitting in the bank is dying slowly, losing money to, to, to inflation. So that's definitely true. All right. This is the moment where you get to shine and highlight all your podcasts, IG, Instagram, website, whatever platforms you have to offer. Let my listeners know where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Bitcoin Vegan Justin. Also, I have my Twitter at Bitcoin Vegan, Bitcoin underscore vegan. And if you go to those, you're brand new, you want to learn more about Bitcoin, you can either send me the purpose of money to my to my DM and also sign up for my master class. Sign up for my master class on Bitcoin. I shall give you the three ways you can build wealth in Bitcoin. It's going to be very lit. You want to be on there. And you can go to uh, my website, BitcoinVegan.com. And also from bars to Bitcoin.com. From bars to Bitcoin.com, you'll be able to buy your book. You'll be able to sign up on my email list and so get updates, book tours, uh, any updates like that. And also have deals for bulk orders and everything. I'm sure all of those will be in the show notes, ma'am. But I am, um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Justin, thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing your expertise on Bitcoin as well as your money story. We really appreciate it. If you guys like this podcast episode, feel free to leave a five-star review and don't forget to share it with anyone else that could benefit from listening. Until next time, keep building generational wealth. Thank you for listening to the Purpose of Money podcast. For more resources and information, check out my website, thepurposeofmoney.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter so you have the latest information on new episodes and blog posts. Until next time, keep creating freedom in your life today.